Innal hamdalillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udzu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina may yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa may yudlil fala hadiya lahu wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lahu wa ashhadu anna muhammadan 'abduhu wa rasuluhu ya ayyuhalladhina amanu taqullaha haqqa tuqatih ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed, we thank and we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We seek his assistance and his forgiveness and we seek refuge in Allah from the evil of ourselves and from the evil or from our bad deeds. Whoever Allah guides, none can misguide. And whoever Allah sends astray, then there is no guide for him. We, I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except Allah alone who has no partner. And that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is his slave and his messenger. O you who believe, fear Allah as he deserves to be feared and do not die except as Muslims. O mankind, fear your Lord, ittaqu rabbakum, the one who created you from a single soul. And from it, he created its mate, and through both he spread countless men and women. And be mindful of, of Allah, in whose name you appeal to one another. And honor family ties, surely Allah is ever watchful over you. O you who believe, fear Allah, and say what is correct. He will bless your deeds for you, and forgive your sins. And whoever obeys Allah and his messenger has truly achieved a great success. As for that which follows, then indeed the most truthful of speech is the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the best of guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the most evil of affairs are the newly invented matters. For every newly invented matter into the religion is a bid'ah. And every bid'ah is misguidance. And every guidance is in the fire. Ayyuhal muslimoon ibad Allah. Indeed, mixing with people tends to expose our true characteristics, our good and bad models. And our messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was not sent except to perfect our character and to distance ourselves or to distance us from foolishness and from bad character. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he established in his sunnah that the, that the description of the true believer is that he should be one who is easygoing, who is gentle and free from malice, hatred and jealousy. He is free from oppression and transgression towards others and he knows that this life is too short to spend it with animosity and hatred, with bitterness and hostility. So he lives with a pure heart. And a mind that is at rest. With strong iman, 
while worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and keeping far away from obeying his desires and the shaitan. Ibadullah, by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is nothing that is faster or easier to expiate the fire of differences and khilaf and to extinguish animosity than by treating it with al-afu, which is pardoning, and by treating it, treating it with as-safhi wa tasamuh by pardoning, forgiving, and overlooking. لِتَطَهَّرَ الْقُلُوبِ مِنْ دَنَسِهَا وَتَنْقَى مِنْ وَضَرِهَا And we do this to purify our hearts from its filth and to purify it from its dirt. And through this, we will return to uni- uniformity, to al-ijtima' to unity. And the ummah can then live with love and peace. And through this, we can work and strive towards that, for, work and strive for rectification and for that which will fix this ummah and to assist one another in achieving its success and its triumph. Know, O oh Muslims, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you that Al-Islam, this religion, instructs us towards forgiving and overlooking. قال الله جل وعلا فمن عفا وأصلح فأجره على الله إنه لا يحب الظالمين Whoever pardons and seeks reconciliation then their reward is with Allah and he certainly does not like the wrongdoers. And Allah said وَسَارِعُوا إِلَى مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ وَجَنَّةٍ عَرْضُهَا السَّمَاوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضُ أُعِدَّتْ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ Hasten towards forgiveness from your Lord and a paradise as vast as the, as the heavens and the earth which is prepared for those who are mindful of Allah. الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ فِي السَّرَّاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ They are those who donate, who spend in prosperity and adversity. They give in times of ease and hardship. وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْضِ They are those who suppress and control their anger. وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ and there are those who overlook and pardon others. Wallahu yuhibbul muhsineen. And Allah loves the good doers. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in a hadith in Sahih Muslim, وَمَا زَادَ اللَّهُ عَبْدًا بِعَفْوٍ إِلَّا عِزَّةٍ That Allah does not increase a slave with the characteristics of pardoning, with the characteristic of forgiving and pardoning, except that He increases him in honor. In nobility. فَالْعَفُوا يَا عِبَادَ اللَّهِ O slaves of Allah, this attribute of pardoning and forgiving is one that is taught very strongly in our deen of Islam. And it has many benefits from the most important of it. أَنَّ مَنْ عَفَا عَنْ عِبَادِ اللَّهِ عَفَى اللَّهُ عَنْهُ Whoever forgives the slaves of Allah, then Allah will forgive him. فَمَنْ عَفَى وَأَصْلَحَ فَأَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ Whoever pardons and seeks reconciliation, then the reward is with Allah. And Allah said, وَلْيَعْفُوا وَلْيَصْفَحُوا أَلَا تُحِبُّونَ أَنْ يَغْفِرَ اللَّهُ لَكُمْ وَاللَّهُ غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ Let them pardon and forgive. Do you not love to be forgiven by Allah? And Allah is all forgiving, most merciful. Let them pardon and forgive. 
Do you not love to be forgiven by Allah? And Allah is all forgiving, most merciful. وَلْيَعْفُوا وَلْيَصْفَحُوا Let them pardon and forgive. أَلَا تُحِبُّونَ أَنْ يَغْفِرَ اللَّهُ لَكُمْ Do you not love to be forgiven by Allah? وَاللَّهُ غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ And Allah is all forgiving, most merciful. So whoever wants the forgiveness of Allah, then let him forgive the slaves of Allah. And let him deal with him with afu, with pardoning, forgiveness, and overlooking. And let him return the oppression or the harms that he's been treated with, with ihsan, with goodness. As Allah Azza wa Jal said, respond to evil with that which is better. Then the one who you are in a feud with will be like a close friend. But this cannot be attained except by those who are patient and who are truly fortunate. Allah said, Respond to evil or harm with that which is better. Then the one you are in a feud with will be like a close friend. But this cannot be attained except by those who are patient. And who are truly fortunate. Ibn Kathir in the tafsir of this ayah he said, When someone does you wrong, Repel him by treating him well. And Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu anhu he said, There's no better punishment for one who has disobeyed with Allah with regard to you than you obeying Allah with, your, with regard to him. Al-Afu ya ibadullah. This attribute of pardoning and overlooking is a triumph over our nafs and over the shaitan. When we achieve this attribute, in reality, we are defeating the shaitan and our nafs from within. For the shaitan, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from him. He seeks to divide the Muslims. He loves khilaf and he loves disunity between the slaves of Allah. In a hadith in Sahih Muslim, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Inna shaitan aysa wa ayyasa an ya'budahu al-musallun. That the shaitan has given up or he has despaired of being worshipped by those who engage in salah. But he has not given up or in one narration he, is, he seeks or is pleased by causing dissension among them. He's given up being worshipped by those who uphold the salah upon tawheed. But he does not give up in creating dissension among them. Imagine, O slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that a person who's taken from your haq, that has oppressed you, that in front of Allah on the day of Qiyamah, you might earn millions of his hasanat, millions of his righteous deed. But also imagine that if you were to overlook, then your reward is with Allah. Then your reward is with Allah. Ajruka ala Allah. Wallahu yuhibbul muhsineen. And Allah loves those who do good. Which means that which you may benefit from his hasanat cannot come close to that which is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you are able to forgive and overlook.
Al-Afu is also doing good for yourself and doing good to others. And this is one from one of the great fruits of pardoning and overlooking. That when we forgive, we forgive for the sake of Allah, but we are only benefiting ourselves and we are also benefiting the rest of the Muslims. How do we benefit ourselves? When one forgives for the sake of Allah, حصول السعادة والسكينة He will achieve happiness and tranquility. He will find peace. When he goes to sleep, when he wakes up, his mind, his heart is at peace because he's overlooked and he's forgiven for the sake of Allah. And he doesn't carry with him the baggage which bears him, weighs him down thinking about the oppression of others. Wallahu musta'an. And he does this because he's dealing with Allah. He realizes that he is dealing with Allah and not with people. Understand, O slave of Allah, that that oppression or wrongdoing that was done upon you was from the qadr of Allah. That bad that came your way, that oppression that came your way, only reached you because Allah decreed it. So we do not deal with people, but we try and deal with the Lord of people. And we deal with people with kindness and compassion. And from the fruits of Al-Afu is Ijtima'u Al-Kalimah wa Wahdat Al-Saf wa Quwwat Al-Ummah. From its fruits is that people come together. The rows become one and the Ummah becomes strong. And this is why Allah says, وَلَا تَنَازَعُوا فَتَفْشَلُوا وَتَذْهَبَ رِيحُكُمْ مَصْبِرُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الصَّابِرِينَ That do not dispute with one another or you would be discouraged and weakened. A result of disputes is we become discouraged. People become tired and weak and they want to give up. وَاللَّهُ مُسْتَعَانَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الصَّابِرِينَ Surely Allah is with those who persevere. So it is upon us, O slaves of Allah, is that we work for the sake of Allah. Is that we deal with Allah and we overlook the sins of the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We follow the example of our messenger and imam, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who was thrown out of his beloved home, Makkah al-Mukarramah. And he said as leaving Makkah, were it not for the harm in the people, he would never have left Makkah. And we know of the hardship and harms and oppressions that he faced in Makkah. But when they returned, conquering Makkah, in Fathu Makkah, he dealt with that hardship with Ihsan. And he said, مَنْ دَخَلَ دَارَ أَبِي سُفْيَانْ فَهُوَ آمِنٌ Whoever enters the home of Abu Sufyan, then he is safe. This person will be safe. And Abu Sufyan was of the biggest enemies of the Prophet ﷺ, who eventually accepted Islam when they conquered Mecca. This is tarbiyah and ta'aleem. This is the nurturing and the teaching of the Prophet ﷺ for his ummah. In fact, our mother, Aisha, radiallahu ta'ala anha, she said that the Prophet ﷺ, he was not obscene, no one who uttered obscenities, no screaming in the marketplaces, he would not return an evil with another evil. 
walakin ya'fu wa yasfah. But rather he was pardoning and forgiven. He would not return an evil with another evil, but rather he was pardoning and forgiving. When the blessed face of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when his head was cut open and he bled in the path of Allah, he made a dua and said, Allahumma ghfir li qawmi fa innahum la ya'lamoon. Oh Allah, forgive my people, for indeed they do not know. When they harmed him and he bled, he said, Oh Allah, forgive my people, fa innahum la ya'lamoon. Hadha huwa qudwatuna wa uswatuna. This is our imam, this is our role model, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And those who were nurtured upon his hands, from his sahaba, this was their deen, and this was their manhaj, this was their methodology. When Mistah, when Mistah spread the slander of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, and her father Abu Bakr used to support Mistah, he used to look after him as Mistah was his nephew. But Mistah spread the slander of his daughter. Abu Bakr took an oath that he would not spend upon Mistah again because he slandered his daughter. Allah then revealed the verse Let them pardon and overlook. Do you not love that Allah will forgive you? Allah is of forgiving the most merciful. When the ayah was revealed, Abu Bakr as Siddiq. Radiallahu ta'ala an immediately swore that he would never ever stop supporting Mistah. He would never ever stop supporting Mistah because he desires the forgiveness of Allah. Answering the instruction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> Imam Ahmad, rahimahullah ta'ala, his story is well known with the leader Al-Ma'moon. When they beat Imam Ahmad and they lashed him, Till the point he was unconscious. And it is said that the man who lashed him said, had I lashed an elephant, he would have died with these lashes. When Ahmad came around, he said, Allahumma ghfir lil ma'moon. May Allah forgive him. Shaykh Islam Taymiyyah, rahimahullah, he met many harms from his enemies. And when they sought, or those who came, who harmed him, they often would come and seek his forgiveness, he would overlook. Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, his student, he says, I came to Ibn Taymiyyah one day, giving him the glad news of the death of one of the people who used to harm him and oppress him constantly. So Ibn al-Qayyim said, his face changed and he turned away from me. And he stood up from his majlis and he went to the family of this man who died, the one who used to oppress and harm him, and he said, Ana lakum makanahu. I am to you like the one who died. La turiduna shay'an illa haqaqtuhu lakum. Whatever you need, I will fulfill it for you. He went to them and said, I will be like the one who oppressed you, and whatever, sorry, the one who, yani your father or so who died, and I will fulfill whatever needs you have. Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah, he mentions from Ibrahim al-Nakhi, one of the great imams of the Tabi'een, who said, 
that that they used to dislike any person who caused this unity and whenever they could they would overlook al hasan al basid rahimahullah ta'ala he said law anna rajalan shatamani fi udhuni hadhihi if a man came and swore at me in my one ear الأخra, and he came to my other ear and says, ask, uh, ask, asking me for forgiveness, I would forgive him. They never held on to grudges. This was the way of the Salaf. And this was the akhlaq of the kibar of the Ummah, of the great Imams and scholars of the Ummah, of which there are many other examples. Wallahu musta'an. اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعني وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدي ولوالديكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله حمدا يليق بجلاله وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله أما بعد فيا عباد الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته فيا الله سبحانه وتعالى the way he deserves to be feared وطهروا قلوبكم من الغل والحقد and purify your hearts from rancor Hatred, animosity, and jealousy, especially when you are dealing with those who are close to you, those who are your family, especially when dealing with friends, especially when dealing with colleagues and your Muslim brothers. Wallahu musta'an. Let us adopt this attribute of al-afu, of pardoning and overlooking, just like it was taught to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his sahaba and those who followed them in righteousness. A man came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and said, Kam na'fu anil khadim ya Rasulullah? How often should we forgive our khadim, our, our worker or our servant? He said, Fil yawmi sab'een marrah. Overlook 70 times a day. How often should we overlook their faults? He said, 70 times a day. Anas radiallahu anhu said, I served the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for 10 years. فَمَا قَالَ لِي شَيْءٍ فَعَلْتُهُ لِمَا فَعَلْتُهُ He never said to me once when I did something, why did you do this? وَلَا شَيْءٍ لَمْ أَعْفَلُهُ لِمَا لَمْ تَفْعَلُهُ No, when I did not do something, did he ever say, why did you not do this? And when somebody from the household responded or said something to me, he said, اُتْرُكُوهُ Leave him. لَوْ أَرَادَ اللَّهُ لَكَانَ Had Allah wanted it to happen, it would have happened. So let us purify our hearts, O slaves of Allah, and let us forgive people for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَعَلَيْنَا أَيُّهَا الْأَحِبَّةِ النَّسْعَى لِلْإِصْلَاحِ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ In conclusion, let us work hard to reconcile between people. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, لَا خَيْرَ فِي كَثِيرٍ مِنْ نَجْوَاهُمْ إِلَّا مَنْ أَمَرَ بِصَدَقَةٍ أَوْ مَعْرُوفٍ أَوْ إِصْلَاحٍ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ وَمَنْ يَفْعَلْ ذَلِكَ بْتِغَاءَ مَرْضَاتِ اللَّهِ فَسَوْفَ نُؤْتِيهِ أَجْرًا عَظِيمًا He said there's no good in most of their secret talks. 
Most of the times they sit together and chat, there's no good in their speech except those encouraging charity, kindness or reconciliation between people. Except those who encourage charity, kindness or reconciliation between people. Whoever does the seeking Allah's pleasure, we will grant them a great reward. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in Sahih Abi Dawood, أَلَا أُخْبِرُكُمْ بِأَفْضَلِ مِنَ الصَّلَاةِ وَالصَّدَقَةِ وَالزَّكَاةِ وَبَاقِيَ النَّوَافِلِ Shall I not inform you of that which is better than salah and sadaqah and zakah and the rest of the nafil deeds, the voluntary deeds. They said, بَلَا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ Indeed, O Messenger of Allah, He said, إِصْلَاحُ ذَاتِ الْبَيْنِ It is reconciling between people. هَذَا وَصَلُّوا وَسَلِّمُوا رَعَاكُمُ اللَّهِ عَلَى بَشِيرِ النَّذِيرِ مُحَمَّدِ بْنِ عَبْدِ اللَّهِ كَمَا أَمَرَكُمُ اللَّهُ بِذَلِكَ فِي كِتَابِهِ فَقَالَ عَزَّ مِنْ قَائِلٍ عَلِيمًا إِنَّ اللَّهَ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُصَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِي يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا وَقَالَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مَنْ صَلَّى عَلَيَّ صَلَاةً صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ بِهَا عَشْرًا اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة والتابعين وتابعي التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين وأذل البدع والمبتدعين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم طهر قلوبنا من الغل والحقد والحسد وسائر الأمراض اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا اللهم إنا نشهدك يا الله أن قد عفونا عن عبادك اللهم اعف اللهم اعف عنا يا حي يا قيوم اللهم إنا نسألك أن تصلح أحوال المسلمين اللهم أصلح ذات بينهم اللهم ألف قلوبهم يا رب العالمين اللهم ألف بين قلوب المتخاصمين اللهم أسلل خصائم القلوب يا رب العالمين واملأها رحمة وعطفا يا رب العالمين اللهم جعلنا من المتحابين في جلالك يا رب العالمين وجعلنا ممن يقابل السيئة بالحسنة يا رب العالمين يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث أصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين فأقيم الصلاة